Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast, where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. The Fairweather Podcast is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. What a setup, Alan. Right? I didn't even see that. Yeah, it's our wow. uh, it's the new uh, studio, new podcast studio, which is what we jokingly call do it, but we set up a nice little desk and loft bed, hung up some scarves, the ones that I don't have at work. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, having awesome. a good time here. How, how are you, Marissa? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Uh, stay at home week two, and uh, it's all good. How are you, Chris? Stay at home day one. Oh, nice. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I actually got two balanced meals in. Nice. Balanced meals. Dang, I've been eating more snacks than ever, and it's not good. <laughs> right. I think I saw someone say like a COVID 15. Like, it's like yeah. freshman year again. <sighs> it's the COVID 20. I don't know. I think um, <laughs> there's ways to combat that, but you know. We can talk about that in our normal check-ins, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So let me, uh, let me check on Twitter and see if we're we're live. Just making sure. Yeah, looks like we are. Nice. Yeah. So I know, uh, Russa, you've had a pretty fun week. You want to fill us in on some shenanigans, or you want to skip over <laughs> to Chris? Uh, why don't Chris, I always go first, so I'm going to hand it off to Chris because I got some admin stuff to work on. (laughs) My, 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 my. Uh, yeah, this week has been pretty good so far. I mean, I think I've, you know, put my music on shuffle. I've been kind of adding a couple of tracks to Twitter every day, kind of, uh, matching a challenge from, uh, Phil Bakke of a Seriously Local podcast. So I've been kind of tossing that up a little bit. Um, and uh, and also uh, watching Quentin Tarantino movies with my buddy Brandon and just kind of doing a uh, a, a uh, Quentin Quarantino uh, series. So we're, we're doing that. I watched uh, Inglorious Bastards last night. Whoa, what a trippy movie. I've never seen that before. No? Never. Um, I, wow. de- I saw that one and I was very, it was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a movie. I mean, it is going to be what it is going to be, but if you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Which ones have you, uh, watched so far? You know, that's been the, the one man to actually sit there and not pay attention to my cell phone and actually just watch it. Uh, that's been the first one and we'll, we'll probably get together and, and chat about it. Uh, yeah. you know, so maybe y'all get to hear what we come up with. Nice. And how are you doing uh, now, Marissa? I'm I'm good. I have been on probably about 75 different Zoom calls. <laughs> and my work has been busier than ever because people are now discovering, oh, wow, like I need to be online. And <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a good thing to be busy during this time. And I've also uh, hosted a virtual happy hour. I uh, hosted an EPL trivia night last Saturday. And I think, Alan, you joined me at the virtual happy hour. I did. This, you I there? Did. You weren't there, right? Oh. Um, and it's been 
pretty, I've probably been like more connected to so many people because of all of this and done like my morning walks and sunrise gratitude walks. And it's just kind of like the most like stripped down version that you can get of a person when they're like isolated from like everyone else but I'm still there you know I'm still present in the moment so not to get too woo-woo on you but yeah I'm definitely having a good week so yeah we did a virtual birthday party for one of our friends on Sunday very much the same where we plugged into the tv projected them up on the tv uh there was about eight of us and we you know uh had shots together we didn't get to try the cake, unfortunately. There was no digital cake, but um, no, it was, it was it's one of those things where we haven't talked to some of these friends in a while uh, because we've kind of moved off all over the place. Uh, and it was like, why haven't we done this before? It took the situation to be like shuttered in to realize like mm-hmm. we can have video conferences and have video birthdays. And um, mm-hmm. no, it was, it was super fun. So um, we encourage you guys to do that as well. Marissa, your happy hour was delightful. Um, lots of really fun. Another one on Friday. Yeah, lots of really fun stories. Uh, people, uh, lots of a good like cross section of people and jobs and such. That was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's. It was funny last night. I was like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I need to get up early for my sunrise walk." And I was like, I was on a Zoom call for two and a half hours, and it was like a super important call. So. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to decompress from that, watch some TV. And then I saw a tweet. One of my buddies was on zoom and there was like six people on, it was 10 30 at night. I stayed on for 45 more minutes. They were all drunk and it was kind of interesting because now people are just like getting on zoom whenever and, uh, you know, doing that human connection and, you know, some people are really thriving in it but some are just kind of I don't know I hope that if you are isolated and you are feeling a little lonely is try to step out of the comfort zone and like Mm -hmm. get on video get on camera like I've seen people like in their pajamas and like not without makeup you know without makeup and it's just like the realness you know and that's the best part I think you know Pot, pot is life man like that's even just, I mean, like, you know, we just get on to kind of just hang out and no one's really recording that stuff. But I mean, you know, I, I kind of forecasted it for myself back in December. I was like, I'm just going to hop on the webcam as much as possible, you know, buy, yeah. buy, buy as many cameras or as many uh, mics as possible. Yeah, so. I, saw, I saw even like Afmir was starting one with his son just to, and I think like already six episodes in. Uh, yeah. That was fun. Like, what else are you going to do if you're going to be sequestered into mm-hmm. a house? Start a mm-hmm. podcast. Why not? It's not that hard. Yeah. If we could do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So speaking uh, of some other things that have happened on the interwebs uh, since we've last talked, uh, Two Balls and a Mike had a um, a tournament, the COVID Quarantine Cup, and uh, it was a simulated uh, tournament with 16 teams. And um, I'm not sure if any of you, any of you – saw this hint hint i mean we all did uh but we won <laughs> i mean we killed it yeah uh, so, so it was funny about that because i thought it was like live streaming i thought it was like okay i'm gonna go watch the final like i think i watched the semis and then the final and i'm like okay i'm totally gonna watch i'm gonna like sit down and it's like 12 noon and i'm like 
oh my god this is a recorded match i'm gonna like fast forward <laughs> but i i didn't i didn't i watched the whole thing and uh it was really nice and i was happy for us for our simulate simulated game to win because <laughs> if i had to play that i totally would not have done anywhere close to as well as the team did um they basically said pick three teams and we'll do like a live draft mm-hmm. and so the three teams we picked uh, were Barcelona, Juve, although it's like Piemonte something or other, uh, and um, Bayern. We ended up with Barcelona, and we um, took on Paris Saint-Germain in the first round and won 1-0. That was a relatively underwhelming match. Uh, the second match, though, was where some fireworks happened, if you were paying attention. Uh, last week's guest uh, from Sacktown, John from Sacktown, was on the Twitter machines talking mad trash. Uh, Shout so we, out to John. So we had to both quiet him down on the interweb and through the tournament. Uh, he was Man United, which um, I usually don't like Ooh. watching. Right? Hey, no. They're usually bo- they're usually pretty boring, but this game was pretty fun. It was a one one into PKs, uh, and we took PKs three to one. Uh, once we started PKs, it was pretty much over in that one. Uh, the heart wrenching one for me was against Cesar Hernandez, um, good friend of yeah. good friend of ours, good friend of the pod. Um, he was playing Mexico, which was an interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this was uh, to have a place in the final. So for Mexico to make it that far, um, I was like, well, Mex- it's not the World Cup, so Mexico could win. Um, he went up one. Nil, we tied it up, and then he went up 2-1 real late, and I was like, all right, it's over, it's over. Uh, but then we ended up pulling it back, and then PKs were back and forth, and we ended up pulling that one out 4-3. Uh, and then the final against Tacos El Vaquero. Um, again, I felt a little bit bad about beating um, two balls and a mic sponsor. Um, it had been really good to them. Uh, we ended up 2-2. We were up 2-0. We thought it was over, and they fought back. Uh, they were... Bruce Dortmund, and that we took it in penalty kicks. Uh, you can check out a bunch of their videos on Two Balls and a Mic. I, guess, I think they're starting a new cup, um, and they're looking for individuals who have subscribed to them uh, to hop on in. It's fun. You might as well, right? Um, right. Um, what else are you going to do? Right. I thought there was, like, I found myself, like, very nervous watching the matches. I don't know about the two of you, but... <sighs> Yeah, the, when it when I was watching the final and uh, it went to PKs, I was like, "Oh my God, we're gonna re- we're gonna lose this! Like, totally gonna lose this!" And then uh, Borussia Dortmund were like just shanking all the penalty kicks. I was like, "Yes, yes, yes!" I didn't understand the the how they were like counting them though because I totally thought we lost. Like. The score on the top was like all off, and I was just like so confused. But that we won. <laughs> Chris, how about you? Hey, man, you know I at first done the one thing where I was kind of trying to uh, scan for our matches specifically, and then I was like, all right, you know what, I'm just gonna watch. And uh, it was actually very entertaining to just watch the full match. You know, I found myself just kind of sunk into that feeling of watching an actual match in front of myself and. I was like, you know, I can actually get used to this. You know, maybe we got to, you know, really consider maybe just sitting in the middle of someone else's video game screen <laughs> and just just calling matches together and doing color and whatnot because it was actually, it was good. I mean, like, you know, hats off to Two Balls and a Mic for uh, kind of changing it up because now all of it makes sense when you're watching it. 
Yeah, yes. I was a little bit dis- disappointed that they kept picking against us. Um, oh yeah, Chief um, is a hater. I mean, oh, it's Chiba. fine. We can. That's so what's like. I've never really been like the 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 bad guy, but because yeah. usually I'm rooting for the underdog. But apparently, yeah. um, we were the um, what, did I, what did I say? The Hawks to uh, <laughs> to Cesar Hernandez's uh, District Five Pee Wee Hockey to uh, pull out a Mighty Ducks reference there. Uh, Pretty much. But I get it. I mean, they're well, like a Chelsea supporter is not going to really like you know they're going to support Man U, I guess, for some reason. Um, and then Cesar with Mexico, those guys are huge uh, L3 supporters, so that yes. made sense. And then Tacos mm-hmm. El Vaquero is our sponsor and feeds them. So I was like, ah, yeah. it's fine. I'm not taking it personally. A little bit personal, a little bit. <laughs> uh, now, those guys are great. Um, they've been super friendly to us when we've seen them out and about. Um, so good. And we won't get our uh, trophy until we can actually, like, be in in the same area of people like when social distancing is over so that's more fun to you know kind of prolong the 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 run or the win you know so now to to let people know we did split the gift card not physically not physically but uh, we we are gonna (laughs) we're splitting the gift card up and getting uh, a couple things for um stuff for future endeavors as far as uh, either recording or uh, mm-hmm. doing some field interviews and stuff. So I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Every little bit definitely helps. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now for our change of pace, um, Marissa was like, yeah. we should do some trivia. And yes. I was like, all right, I'm not, not really. What's up? What's up, Harry? Uh, I'm not really a um, huge trivia buff, uh, but I will we'll definitely give ourselves a try. Uh, so what we're going to do is do some uh, San Diego loyal trivia. Uh, Marissa's got a couple questions. Uh, we're going to write them down and hold up uh, our answers. Chris and I are. I'm going to write them down. We got some paper. If I, can figure some paper. Out, if I can figure out how cameras work, I'm going to go, oh, it's this way. No, it's like a mirror. Um, I can do this. I can we'll do this a out. countdown and then show Pour your right number and say it. Yeah. So. Um, and so I'm going to give you one point per. Um, and I guess we'll just, it's not like fastest, you know, like it's kind of like uh, how the love connection used to be, right? Where you just hold up your answer and hopefully it's right. And then we'll figure out how the how the prize goes. This is just fun, right? Um, hey, so, hey, hey, before yeah. you start, mm-hmm. hey, I just wanted to like ask Harry since he's watching. Hey, Harry, you guys got a big picture of uh, sweet tea in the kitchen? <laughs> He'll get back to us. Go ahead. <laughs> awesome. Well, I don't know what that was referring to, but um, maybe I'll find out soon. You'll find um, out. Okay, just one second. Let me just take this off. Okay. Right. So, our first signing. And our first player to appear on Fair Weather Pod, Sal Zizzo, right? He's part of the uh, Buselecki family, family. And they are known, or they're owners of two famous restaurants in Little Italy. I'm going to be so embarrassed. Sal is, is known to frequent these restaurants. So can you name one of them? Just give me one of the names. Oh. I had a great conversation with his dad about this, and I even like wrote it down. So I'm not gonna cheat and look at my phone because I definitely took notes on my phone about which restaurants to go to. 
Um, uh, we can see if you look at your phone. So uh, write it down. Right. We have about 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7. I know it has a couple of consonants six, in it. 5, <laughs> 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, show it. I got it. I just wrote down B A N N I. Because it's, I know. So I see. No, and wh- I can't read it. I wrote B A N N I, and I know that's not right. It, no. No. Okay, so one of the restaurants is called Barbusa. Barbusa. So you got the B A part. There we go. Nona and Cafe Zucchero. So. Nona, see, I like I put together like all of them into one. I made like one <laughs> mashup. Benny. <laughs> I got the B A from Barbosa. You said what was the other one? Um, Nani. Nani. I got the N N I. Nona and Zucchero. Nona. Yeah. See, I got the yeah. N's and then the, there's an I at the got end because, I mean, it's Italian. Yeah, yeah I'm embarrassed. Like, I had, like, legitimately like, had a conversation with Sal's dad about those restaurants. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. If you're listening to this, I am so sorry. I'm, I will make it up to you as soon as good, we're able good to. Answer, Chris. Zizzo FC. Zizzo That's FC. definitely yeah. a, a good reference to his food truck. Yeah, Alan, you were actually spelling out the name of one of his partners, Benny. Right? Yeah. Right. right. There you go. Shout out to the BSI podcast. That's right. Um, All right. Okay, question two. On the SD Loyal Crest, there are four bands of orange uh-huh. that stand for four pillars of the cl- of the club. Can you name two of the four? Uh, or I put name, what do the four orange bands stand for? But I'm going to say if you can name at least two, then I'm good. Of the colors? No, like what they stand for. <laughs> Is this on the scarf? Like, no, hey, don't, don't do that. No, no answers on the scarf. You can't no say bright orange, light orange, dark orange. Like, no, they stand for something. What do the four bands on the crest stand for? Yes. Um, you can. I think I got one yeah. of them. You can just um, say them. I don't think you need to write them because it's. It's a podcast as well. This is yeah. writing things down, is visual. We'll just do 10, 9, and then I'll give you guys. Um, and. Um, okay. I didn't. I did not study for this. I did not okay. study. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I think it'll be fun if people actually listen back. Um, do you guys have any answers? <laughs> uh, I got water. Okay. Water. water. Okay, great. Stands for orange stands for water. No, 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 no. That's not the, the blue. What are the no. four bands of orange stand for? The blue bands of orange blue oh, bands of water? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I heard I heard choose any element in my mind. <laughs> I I put respect and hard work. And I know like one oh. of those is probably right. No? Kind of, kind of. Okay, so they are independent, authentic, <sighs> inclusive, and optimistic. That's right. Um, this was before Landon's speech. <laughs> yes, before. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, get Landon's get speech. How how we do anything? One thing is how we do everything. Like I got this, and I was like, wait, no, <laughs> it was too late. It was too late. It was too late. It's fine. you know, it's funny because Alan, you're the teacher, and you used to give us assignments, and yep. now I'm like on you. Well, you didn't really I didn't I'm, assign you this stuff, but I was I was looking at it like, okay, uh, sun, sky, like. <laughs> Like the actual <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lordy, lordy. All right. 
Um, I'm doing so well at this. Okay. So <laughs> this next one you guys should be able to get. All right. Our coach that leads most of the training sessions and he was on our show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. What club did he coach before he came out West? What's Boom. the name? Oh, I got, got it. it. Yeah, that one's easy. That one's 10, easy. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lansing okay. Ignite? Ignite? Yeah. Chris? Lansing Ignite and also Uh-oh. Uh, Lansing United FC. Before, yes. Before that, You're yeah. right. But you don't get bonus oh. points. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, wow. I need that to count for the last question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you both got one point. Good yes. job. One out of three. Okay. Thank, thank you, Nate Miller. I mean, and his amazing <laughs> hey, scarf collection. Hey, hey, and something interesting. I was watching um, Home Sweet Soccer's uh, yeah. live stream yesterday, and Jason was talking to a couple players that played on Lansing, and they said that Nate Miller is a stats guy. Huh. He is a big numbers guy, so might be something for us to think about in the future with him. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we can do trivia. Okay. That that'd be fun. All right, I'm um, one for three. That's okay. Good for baseball. Number number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one I think is gonna be tough for y'all, but cool. Back before we had a name, uh, they had a big. Uh, release of the name and hoopla and like an MC and all that. What is the date of the released name? Oh, shoot. oh man, I don't even remember what month it was in. Closest to the day, day. <laughs> not going over. How about that? Closest oh, to the day, okay, not okay. going over. Okay, wait a minute. Ten, okay. nine, okay. eight, seven, six, five. Four, three, two, one. Chris. December 6th. Okay. I'm saying it was Go. in October. I got October 16th. Oh, Alan, you got closest, but it wasn't the right answer. What's the right answer? November 2nd. Oh, see, I remember it was before Thanksgiving because they were like, we're going to have kits re- available so you can order them in time for Christmas, and that happened. Yes, yes. Oh, you know what? You are right. That's right. The store was supposed to open, and it did not open. It's all good. That's right. I mean, people have kids now. I mean, I don't because I'm still waiting for the purple one. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. Thank you for your answer, but you were not close. Yeah, I knew it was before Thanksgiving. Um, (laughs) Okay, now we have a final question. All right. Uh, Before the the Loyal uh, announced their name, um, we had a group of rowdy soccer fans meeting up at the breweries to figure out their supporters' name group, Uh right? I think that's where I met Alan again for the first time, or Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Um, And there there was a tight race at the end. Uh, But what is... The runner-up name. What was the runner-up name of the supporter group? Because there was three of them. Yes, there was top three. All right, Ooh. I got my guess. I don't know if I'm right, because I don't remember if this one was second or third. 
but mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and guess it anyway, but I'm going to let did, Chris figure it out. I did consult Drew on this just yeah. to be clear and make sure that I have the right information. So, um, yeah, you'll you'll have to we'll have check to- with him if, if you have any uh, problems with the answer. Um, <laughs> Chris, you got three seconds. All right. I, I'm just going to go. cast it out because I really don't know, but I'm going to say the bums. Almost. Um, good, 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 good guess. I don't remember if this is second or third, but I know the Altas made it to uh, the f- final vote, so that's going to be my final answer. But I don't think it's right. I think Alta, they got third. No, they got Alta, third. Second, the uh, second, ru- the runner-up was Warren. Uh, that's the right. Warren. That's right. I was like, I remember it was like those three were like the big three, but mm-hmm. I don't remember which one was second or third. My heart was with. The Altas, but <laughs> Warren was also very good. Well, did I win? Guys, did I win? Did I win? Um, Alan, you won two zero, two to one, two to one. Well, you love this two to one thing, right? He, he likes it. He likes it. Yeah. Gotta, well, that was fun. I, I think you guys weren't prepared for loyal specific trivia. Um, so good job on being good sports and, uh, I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to do this again with you guys. Cause it was so much fun. There's such a deep bag of trivia. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, that was yeah. like really good bar trivia. Like that was like, you set up the question like, yes, I got this answer. Then you're like, but this is the question. <laughs> you're like, Oh, I don't know that. Really good. Great but now job. you have bar trivia and answers because you, whenever they do trivia on Loyal. There you go. There you go. Now you did EPL trivia before, right? Yeah. So um, I didn't write the questions because they were written for the in-person event. Right. Uh, and Paul Brown did, and he, um, he, he's in charge of that, but I do have access to those questions. So I did learn a lot. In nice. that sense, like I love trivia, not not necessarily for the to win. I mean, it's great to win. I used to actually won three different trivia nights. One was a uh, '90s hip hop. I was part of a team, obviously, and one was um, a mix of trivia and won like the final tournament of champions. And I won't say our name because it's not suitable for right now. Um, which all good bar trivia names should be not suitable for general audience. Yeah. Um, it was really bad. I'll have to text you guys it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then um, I forgot what the, uh, we won two uh, in that same tournament, but that was back in New York. So I have yet to win trivia in San Diego. So maybe there's smarter trivia people out here or I just don't do it as much, but yeah, we're, um, we're prepping for Saturday night again and nice. it's going to be at, 7 p.m. Cool. And online. Nice. So uh, if you are an EPL supporter, check it out on Facebook. Look for SDEPL supporters group or whatever. So cool. Yeah. Nice. Fun times. So there were some other things that were popping around social media in the last like week or two because I think people have been trying to find ways to keep themselves entertained. And uh, someone tagged us in a uh, four inspirational footballers that have kind of inspired you or kind of put you where you are right now in your uh, soccer universe. Uh, now, we're not going to do four each, uh, but because 
I mean, we'd be here for 45 minutes and talking about him. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to have this as an inspirational conversation about maybe some uh, footballers, uh, soccer players that have inspired you uh, to kind of be where you are, um, at least maybe your love of soccer or uh, mm-hmm. your general fandom. And uh, I'm going to start with, um, I don't think I would be where I am without the women's national team. Um, we went and saw them, wife and I went and saw them uh, play at Jack Murphy slash Qualcomm slash SDCCU slash whatever it is now. Um, and I hadn't watched soccer in person um, like professional. Um, so it was the first professional game I ever went to was the women's national team. And watching like Megan Rapino put in some like just amazing, like mind blowing goals, like right in front of us. Well, it really ignited a, a pat. Like I've been following soccer off and on, um, but seeing it in person, really close, seeing the diverse crowd, like going to a sporting event that wasn't just all dudes. Like it was a huge yeah. collection of like uh, of of youth families. soccer players and mm-hmm. families and girls mm-hmm. seeing themselves on the pitch in a way mm-hmm. that they don't really have a lot of access to. It was really kind of a cool experience, both on the pitch and off the pitch. And mm-hmm. so that's really what kind of ignited my fire to really kind of follow the sport in a way that I hadn't in the past. So uh, she would definitely be uh, up there on my top four. Um, let's go. Um, Marissa, you got anybody? Thank you. That's a good story. I think I was at that game, but I think that was the game where they ran out of beer in like the first half or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Funny. I I only drank. I think I only drank one that at that game. We were watching. Well, you're in luck because they ran out. Oh, so all right. Um, that was and it was hot, right? Or no? That was a, I don't remember. Anyways, yeah. It's besides the point. So um, I. I'm going to name Santi Cazorla only because um, he was really instrumental in me being an Arsenal fan. Uh, when I started watching around late 2014, 2015, um, I watched initially because of Alexis Sanchez, because um, a friend of mine is Chilean, and he suggested watching that that match um, because he had just joined the squad or whatever. But um, Santi's like five, six, like totally not like the typical, um, you know, soccer player tall, you know, he's kind of chunky, you know, I mean, he's fit, but he's chunky compared to like a Giroux or like someone else that's like tall and, you know, up there in the front. And um, right now I just really, I like still follow his career because he got hurt like towards the end of his Arsenal career. And, um, had like multiple surgeries on his ankle. He had to take like um, a skin graft from his arm where he had like a tattoo of, I think of his daughter's name and like had to put it like down by his leg, like all these like surgery surgeries. And like, we weren't really sure if he was going to play again and he's been playing like successfully and doing well. And to me, that's just like one of the most inspiring stories to like get him to get back on the pitch and like, I'm still following him in terms of like his, you know, his career. And like, they're talking about potentially bringing him back for like one year, just so he can like play again for Arsenal. Cause he never got to like have his goodbye game. Yeah. And I think last week uh, he did like the stay at home challenge where like his kid was like, you know, doing the, um, the ball, you know, control, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
that uh, his kid was wearing an Arsenal jersey during that, and I was just like, oh my god, he's still a, he's still a gunner. So it's just really nice to like. And there's a lot of things around his number too, like his number is 19, and like I saw Arsenal at um, uh, by like play Bayern at the in LA last summer for their tour. And it was 2019, and so it's kind of like 19. 19 uh, there's a lot of numerology things that I'm into. So, nice. yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, thank you, Santi. <laughs> awesome, Chris. What about you, man? Man, you guys got two awesome stories. I have to come from a different vantage point. Um, <clears throat> I would actually have to uh, say I think the footballer or ex-footballer. Um, who, who's now a coach that's really uh, kind of got me to where I'm at today. And I guess in, in retrospect, as far as writing about soccer or, you know, um, podcasting, if you will, I'd have to go with New Mexico's coach, Troy Lassane. And the reason why is just mainly because, you know, when I started off covering New Mexico United on my other pod, um, you know, it was everything from asking long-winded questions to uh, not making very correct assessments of the game, so to say, to, you know, developing a relationship with the coach the way media would, you know, mm-hmm. through following the club very closely and doing a lot of research, um, not only on the club, but on the coach, but on other people um, that the coach, like other teams that the coach has kind of been around to kind of see some more of the philosophies and, and see some of the underlying um, uh, relationships in place. And ultimately just those kind of help kind of bring me forward as far as the person being the um, analyzer on pods or, um, you know, really uh, processing things a little deeper. So I guess that's kind of helped me in terms of, this newfound love that I have for the game. And uh, really, you know, it's those sort of contact points, like actual contact points, talking to these these coaches, these players, you know, seeing these other aspects of them. It's really kind of contributed to where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's really, I had some experience like that in Orange County. And it was, it's super cool when people are willing to take the time, like a Michael Seaton or an Aiden Quinn to like just talk to you and give you that validation that, hey, we're you're doing a good job, you you know we'll help you along your way, you'll help us, um, and we just kind of builds that community. It's really cool. Sorry, Marissa, what are you gonna say? No, I, I was gonna say like yeah, we all had three different stories, but they're all like the same in terms of how they impacted us in the game, and that you know that the you know, the connection we have, you know, it's all very personal, but we all have that. We all have one of those stories yeah. and how we connected to the game. So it's awesome. <laughs> and I think the other, I think the other one though, I would have put in there. Um, I know it's kind of weird now that he's the coach of San Diego loyal is like growing up in inland empire. And like, I remember when Landon went pro, like I rem- like my mom was like, hey, this kid from Redlands like is going pro in professional soccer. It's super cool. And I remember wow. like and it was like I remember these like just these moments, like not following the sport, but just these moments like the I think one of his last all star games, like when he came back to Galaxy, like I just remember these like these moments of like he would just it would just pop up like 
mm-hmm. Landon Donovan, and then nothing, and then Landon Donovan, and then nothing. And then, so it's like there's always these little sprinklings of him because, you know, mm-hmm. watching him going pro when I was going to college was kind of this like weird time of like, hey, like here's someone from my area doing some really cool things. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the same reason like, like Kawhi Leonard even. Like he played youth yeah. basketball in the town I grew up. Like he went to schools in Moval and Riverside, like having that local connection. Like it's always kind of cool to see someone's like, I lived in a, I know where you grew up and I know Mm -hmm. like we might've had some shared experiences. And so like to see those people end up like making it is like a really cool, you like you, they would pop in. Like I'm not a Kawhi Leonard fan, but like when he does something cool, it's like, Oh, you read about it. You're like a little bit of extra special. Um, yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of like when he won like the MVP, like I'm not a San Diego state fan, like, but I'm a San Diego fan. And like, I was happy for San Diego and I was tell my friends who don't live around here, like, Oh yeah. Like we know him. Like he came back here, like just recently before, sports stopped like to retire his number and that was like really cool because a lot of people know him but they don't know that he comes here and just goes to his old school and like that's like a big story for us locally i mean that's all we have but whatever that's another thing right no that's that's <laughs> cool though i mean it's just like alan was talking about mobile and riverside it's like that's where i'm from you know so even just on on the comments between he and i i'm like oh dope you know like you know, that's my spot. It's my hood. Oh yeah, you guys say Mova. Like I didn't I didn't know that until like you guys said that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Moreno. Moreno Valley is so long. Well, I'm like from I'm from Paradise Hills. And if you say like, oh you're from PH, like yeah. Like you just say that. Right. No one from here said or there's more. There's a more hood version of saying that, but I don't need to go in that. People who know, know. But um, yeah, it's totally all you're from there. Got it. Like, you know, so it's just funny. So any other names you want to throw out there? Um, no, I mean, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Chris? Good. I could t- probably do a whole show and, and like I'm not gonna be the girl like, oh yeah, like I like those people. Like, yeah, I do. Like yeah. I'm a woman. I like looking at men but you know <laughs> that's a whole nother show and maybe we'll have some women guests on here yeah boom there's the uh, <laughs> there are the other ladies of the other pods of the western conference yeah that's but that's the thing like we i mean i don't know this is just a general thing like oh all you guys want to do is just look at the guys like yeah we do but we also know the game and we love the game you know so it's like I'm not ashamed to talk about that, but I do want to learn more about the game. I'm very new. I mean, I've been watching, I think we talked about this before, like U.S. soccer for since 2006, but I'm definitely not like a huge fan, like some of you all watching everything. So Danielle from, uh, we need to have Danielle from San Antonio Roundtable. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. I think I've listened to some of their stuff when we were doing research on them. Yeah. Good idea. Maybe we do like we a, have a woman's episode or something. Yeah. You could. Yeah. Might as well, right? Yeah. We don't have any games to watch <laughs> right now. Matches. But I think, I mean, something I was listening to uh, Voice of San Diego, I think a year ago or so, had Sarah Libby on, and she was talking about like her experience in the NFL being uh, being a woman as a woman fan. 
And mm-hmm. she was like, some of the things that they try to do, like the pink jerseys and like, yeah, it was, no. and it's like, there's, there's this different perspective that we don't see because we don't live that experience. Like my, mm-hmm. the closest thing I can get to my lived experience is trying to buy a men's cut of the women's U at the women's soccer team with the three stars. Like I had to wait for them to win for them to release the fourth star kit through Nike to get a men's cut. I was like, I know how it was, what it's like to be a woman in sports now. Uh, yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I think that community is pretty strong in USL, and you know, I let let's let's host it. Let's let's yeah. do it. Um, awesome. Speaking of things happening Bye. around USL on the internets, uh, there's been a, a rash of uh, USL tournaments being set up, uh, both officially and unofficially. Uh, I'm more excited about the unofficial ones to be uh, transparent. Uh, USL memes is hosting a EUSL tournament on FIFA. Um, and we talked about this a little bit before. Um, it's both, there's an Xbox version and a, and a uh, PlayStation version. Um, I believe it's starting soon. Um, and you can check out USL memes um, on the Twitter machines. Um, you should have, already followed usl memes anyway unfortunately he's from loose city um but we won't hold that against him uh but usl memes is doing a usl championship uh they're streaming it on twitch uh it's his pinned tweet um and follow along uh if you are interested in those things uh they try to get as many people uh from the communities to play against each other and then they're taking on the lower league e-cup uh, winners of each of those tournaments will play each other for a Super Cup to end all Super Cups. Um, and it should be a pretty fun, uh, if you're into watching that kind of stuff. I know it's kind of big with the the youths. Um, but uh, check it out. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, USL memes uh, set up. What? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Go. That's that's tight. I need that in my life. Marissa's got oh. a head head head. I got gear, TP for you. Head, toilet paper. It's like cornrows, but it's TP. <laughs> so oh my God. he's doing that. I know 1868 Weekly is doing a Rocket League uh, tournament. And they're trying to get teams of three um, to play. Um, like I said, I'm not super into the esports thing. Um, but we put it out there because there are people who are. Um, I know Andrew Faciliatis is participating in the e- USL Cup for USL Memes. So he's going to be one of our um, representatives of San Diego Loyal. Um, and then USL Championship just launched their Rocket League tournament uh, that will feature one player, coach, and or a supporter um, from each team, and we are in round three, I believe. Yeah, round three with Phoenix Rising FC, Toronto FC 2, and Philadelphia Union 2, the team formerly known as um, Bethlehem Steel, which is one of the cooler names, but no more. Round three, isn't it like, uh, aren't these groups right now? Group stages? Yeah, they're group. So it's like each of them are group stages, and so we're in... It says, group, oh, group three. three, sorry. It's, like, super small, and I'm getting older, uh, so things don't read as well as they used to. Um, so we're in group three, um, and uh, we th- against those 
those teams. And normally I would say we got a pretty good shot because Toronto 2 and uh, Pittsburgh, no, not Pittsburgh, Philadelphia are usually terrible. Um, but because it's eSports and their representatives, um, no one knows. Uh, so that's on the USL website. Um, and you, it's kind of a competition between League One and uh championship level teams and rosters will be announced soon so we have no idea who's playing on behalf of sd loyal uh any any comments on the e-tournaments i don't know if any of you guys are big into those or not i'm kind of starting to tune in a little bit like i said watching the other stuff has really got me perked on it who do i think from the team is playing probably uh a two and a or uh or maybe para Hmm. that's That'd be my guess. I mean, I don't know who else on the team plays, but I'm I'm just gonna say I think it's probably one of those two. Well, Ricardo Campos quote tweeted it as oh, Rocket well. Soccer, so maybe we can uh, reach out to some sources to see if there's any confirmation from the team. Love to. Uh, we should do a little something on that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, he gets, how he gets ready? It's match day ethics. What does this training regiment look like? Marissa, are you into the esports thing at all? Not even a little bit. <laughs> you, no, might, I, you might be. You might be. We'll find Marissa's. We'll I am find. catching up on all things like Netflix and mm. doing my reading. And like, I just, I'm, you know, I'm on my phone all the time. So if I have spare time, I'm not on my phone. So, yeah. We'll, we'll find something for your corner, your uh, Cali corner, that you awesome. like watching after all. Right. Okay. I'm down. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any... What have you What have you been watching lately that you want to maybe Ooh. tease that? So, I watched the whole series of The English Game on Netflix. All right. And it is about the history and the formation of the FA Cup or the FA Association. Um, takes place in the 1870s, 1880s, around that time. And uh, it was really amazing. I, um, It's like a drama, right? But there's like football undertones because it, it like features uh, a club from, um, freaking, what is the name? Okay, so it's Old Etonians is one of them. And then... Um, Jeez, I can't remember the name. But anyways, it was really, really good. And they talk, it's like upper class versus working class and like um, miscarriages and adoptions and, um, you know, affairs and all, you know, everything that you can think of that's in a drama and like love stories and all in like six episodes. I watched it, it was Saturday night, I think I watched it watched the first five episodes and then I fell asleep like halfway through the sixth episode, which is the final one. And I woke up at Sunday morning at like eight and I watched the rest. I was like, Oh my God, I was so bingy on that. And it was amazing. And, um, uh, dang it. I'm going to remember. I got to find the name now. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. And, um, the accents seem to be authentic. Um, they're like, you know, northern and northern territories of in the UK, and uh, it's really nice. And the costume was really cool too, like how how they played football and like what they wore before before there was like stadiums and yeah. 
the whole premise is like these two kids or two guys were paid to go play for um the working class team and like they basically had to work in the paper mill and if they they worked uh, in the paper mill and then they played football together and like the upper class team found out that the owner like paid him paid them and they were like fighting about that like it was supposed to be like an upperclassman's like game and it was really cool and um it once like the movie ended they said that those two players were instrumental p- for the modern game because they were like the first paid players <laughs> for an amateur club and the um uh, the amateur club was like the first they they ended up winning the FA Cup. Spoilers. And um, yeah, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're any, a football fan, you would know. Um, and yeah, so it was like the last time an amateur club like won because they changed the rules after that. So it was really good. Um, I'll have to check that out. We've been doing yeah, I, we've been doing dispatches from elsewhere, so a completely different take on TV. Um, anything else, uh, going on as far as your stay at home stories, anything else, uh, you found entertaining or worthwhile that our listeners might want to check out or do me, True. um, stay at home stories. Yeah, no, the English, uh, like findings, resumes and and all that, um, I'm really going to look for this name because it's really bothering me that I don't. Oh, Darwin. Darwin FC, D-A-R-W-E-N, was the name of the club. Um, 1870 through 1899 was when they were in existence. But, yeah, it was – I watched – I finished Take Us Home with Leeds United, and there's, like, another one. I think The Dam United is still on my list, and – I'm basically consuming, there's a list of all these like football related dramas and miniseries and all the different um, streaming platforms. So kind of going through that and getting my football fix. Nice. Chris, what about you, man? What's up? What have have you been, I mean, you've been going to work though, yeah? Yeah, I've been going to work every day pretty much. So just, that's been obviously a big part of it. But um, other than that, um, I'm actually kind of working on some things on the side that goes, I guess I'm developing, designing like some uh, some pint glasses, some drinkware. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, so I got a uh, going to be buying a domain here shortly, and uh, probably develop a couple of of glasses. You know, that you all will get to test out first. Uh, nice. Got got someone we all know designing one of them. So all right. uh, wait, where are you buying your domain? I'm curious. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Answer correctly. Wherever you tell me to buy it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Domains.google.com. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so someone that we all know will be designing one, and uh, and then I got a few others kind of in the works, and then, right. I don't know, maybe 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 some threads. I'm just kind of, that's just kind of my niche is, like, to do, like, clothing lines or, or drinkware because it's just my adventure, you know? Marissa, do you have an oh. affiliate link for that? No, I don't. But if you do sign up with G Suite, I do have an affiliate link, so you can uh, hit me up. Um, the I wanted to tell a story because you talked about domains, buying domains. So I have this thing when I when I drink with my friends, especially when I'm 
a little too intoxicated, I start getting cool ideas. And then the first thing I do before I even think about anything else is check if the domain is available. So I have oh, yeah. a collection of domains that are from when I'm drinking, which is kind of funny because they never actually go anywhere. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to get the domain. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that's a cool little tidbit about me. So, like, if you look at my domain account, I have all these extra domains that I don't ever <laughs> use because I'm just like, wow, that's a cool idea. And then I just don't have time to implement them. But. I've got eight eight domains like that too, and uh, I'm using half of them. But I mean, like you know, a one that I'm not using is for a record label that I plan to do at some point, Vinyl Records, punk rock label. So I mean, right. I you know, so I just I do the same thing too. You know? <laughs> I, I do uh, have mlsnsd.com. <laughs> I have that. So if we ever get that, hopefully, you know. Maybe we'll get that someday, and <laughs> someone will come to me and say, "Oh, can you other, buy than, other than that, Alan, um, really just kind of organizing around the place, man. Just kind of looking at stuff that I don't need. I'm just taking it out to the dumpster or putting the laundry room for people who might want to who want to bank the treasure, like old skateboard magazines and such. Nice. You don't have any domain stories, do you, Alan? <laughs> no, I I have two domains and I use both of them. Um, nice. One's for a union thing, and then there's Fair Weather Pod. So I'm more I'm more like I'm gonna buy it and do something as opposed, and then I do something. And then... <laughs> I buy, I do buy domains and actually I'll do a lot of redirects. So like yeah. it's easier for me to like market something okay like instead of doing youtube.com slash blah 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 right, like right it's like one of my other podcasts is the podcast name.com you know so mm-hmm. it's like it goes to youtube so that way you know we don't have to build a website it's like just go to the youtube that's all we need we don't need a full website i, sh- I should have so. said it the other way it's like i want to do something i'm gonna buy a domain and yeah usually that's <laughs> like i start with this is what i want to do and then i go i probably need a website um yeah. No, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, link, 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 link. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're still working on some, getting some player interviews coming up. Um, maybe an idea of a getting together, the, uh, women of USL podcast. So there's some ideas milling around. If you have something that you want us to chat about or discuss or bring up, hit us up and we will talk about it. Um, whether it's, uh, is Harry the biggest San Antonio fan ever? Hey, Sarah. Um, hey, or hey, look who there. <laughs> making her first cameo. Um, or uh, just anything. We're up to talk about anything. Uh, we'll try to find some guests if we can't get some player interviews, uh, some folks around mm-hmm. San Diego. Um, but in the meantime. Let's make some snacks next episode. Rate some snacks, as you said. Let's, let's make some snacks. Make let's some bring, snacks. Yeah, let's bring the appetizos to life. Right. Do a cooking show. Do a cooking show. Thank you, Harry. Thanks, Thank Harry. You. Um, but in the meantime, where can we find you, Marissa? You can find me at hashtag Marissa. Spell it out. Not just use the pound sign. I'll put it up on the screen if you're watching. Or the hashtag sharp si- or the sharp sign if you're a musician. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Where can we find you, Chris? You can find me at uh, by Chris Walker. As t- on Twitter and as well as Instagram, and I have started uh, working on that Instagram. Took all, a lot of photos off. Gonna put a bunch on. Nice. Yes, working on that personal branding. 
What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you can always find me at A Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. Um, hopefully have some written stuff out soon. Um, it's been great, guys. Um, it's always fun to get together and chat this time when it's not dark outside. But um, And but, when we're all getting the messages at the right time. Right? 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 <laughs> uh, so oh, thanks for stopping by. Those of you who caught the live show, if you're listening to this on your feed, um, please subscribe. Please re- rate, <laughs> review all of that shenanigans. Um, and please go check out BGN Network. I forgot to mention that at the top. Whoops. Um, I can edit it you in. Can do a little, you um, can do a little spot, yeah. Yeah, I got one pre-recorded already just in case because I knew I would mess it up occasionally. Um, <laughs> but please go check it out, um, and we will see Don't forget you our special message at the bottom, scrolling at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Boom. Hashtag wash, wash your, your hands. hands. Hashtag wash your hands. And we will be see. Be safe, everyone. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later. This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on bgn.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create a kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.